You are listening to the Healthy Essentials Podcast, episode number 11, the smoothie making equation, making the perfect blood sugar balance combo every time. Today's episode is sponsored by Kaizen Naturals. They're a company based out of Manitoba that specializes in making clean proteins and workout supplements. You can use the discount code Lindsay 20 at your uh, at checkout for 20% off your next order. I personally love their vegan line. However, I am also a sucker for their caramel cookie dough protein powder as well. Hello and welcome back to the Healthy Essentials podcast. I am Lindsay Mustard, your host, holistic nutritionist and essential oil lover. I am coming at you today on the road. I am recording hands-free. If you listen to my last couple of episodes, you'll know that I am actually recording these on my way back to Ottawa. So we just wrapped up another week at school in Hamilton and spent some time with my parents in Kitchener as always. And now we're back on the road to the capital. But I've been listening to a couple audiobooks and some podcasts and then jamming out to a bit of music. But I thought it was a good time to take a bit of an intermission and record another episode for the Healthy Essentials podcast. So with that being said, my focus today or what I hope to teach and share some little bit of mustardy knowledge with you guys is the art of crafting the perfect blood sugar balance smoothie. So I apologize in advance if you hear any horns, it won't be from me, I don't ever honk at people, Um, or if you hear like any gravel kind of shuffling in the background. Like I said, I'm on the road, but I'm recording safely, so if you hear some background noise, my apologies. But my favorite smoothie, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am a queen of making smoothies, whether most of which are green, but I do do some colorful berry ones here and there, and then some more tropical ones as well, depending on the season. So the art of crafting a perfect smoothie. Before we tuck into what it actually consists of, let's talk about some of the worst smoothies that you can be making um, and some of the reasons why. The first smoothie I see people having is not something that they actually make. It's something that they usually go out and buy. And you can get them at everywhere from Timmy's to McDonald's to even Booster Juice. A lot of these smoothies are made with a fruit juice concentrate or just a fruit juice in general. So cranberry or orange or apple. They'll use a ton of frozen fruit and they'll likely add a bit of ice and maybe some frozen yogurt. Or they might just say like Greek yogurt, which sometimes I feel like they're not being super truthful. But my point regardless, um, a lot of what you'll find in these smoothies are that they're loaded with sugar, meaning I picked up a bottle of a pre-made smoothie at a grocery store when I was doing a tour with a a group here in Ottawa, and I was shocked. So the, the smoothie by itself had 56 grams of carbs. I am not a carb hater. I will explain complex and, you know, simple carbs in another episode. But the the smoothie itself had 49 grams of sugar. 49 grams. Excuse my language, but like, holy sugar. Like, that's insane. Um, if you think about one teaspoon of sugar being four grams, our daily allowance for females should be about six teaspoons and for males should be about nine, which means that on a daily on a daily basis we should be consuming for females no more than 24 grams of sugar that's double your intake in a smoothie with next to no fiber that's insane to me the other thing i'll notice about these smoothies that you'll be finding at again 
common common fast food chains and, and grocery stores if you're buying the pre-made stuff is they'll usually post a picture of a fruit or a vegetable that's on the front but for the most part it's usually uh, based off of fruit and there's next to no vegetables out of it if there is the ratio is pretty skewed in the sense of they do a lot more fruit than vegetables which means that it's just packed with carbs and sugars so Second thing that they're all missing is they're devoid of protein and fat. And we've talked about these these two macronutrients in other episodes and how crucial they are for our health. So macro meaning we need them in large quantities. Micro is our, our you know, our micronutrients, our, our vitamins and our minerals. So vitamin A and C and E and D and all of those, you can ra- rhyme off the essential alphabet. But in macros, it's what we need in the larger quantities. So, you know, protein, we need it from can be a combination of plant-based sources, eggs, chicken, fish, or you can also do some protein powders. That's a really easy addition that I make to almost all of my smoothies. And I've become accustomed to the taste because I love um, how full I get from drinking a smoothie and not just drinking it and being hungry half an hour later because there's no substance to it. Fats, on the other hand, a lot of people shy away from. Uh, If I don't have fat in my smoothie, I'm usually hungry an hour later, and I'll typically end up eating more throughout the day than if I was just to put a tablespoon of almond butter or some avocado or something more in my smoothie from the get-go. So favorite things for fats and smoothies, like I said, is peanut butter, almond butter. I'm actually addicted to sunflower seed butter from Sun Butter. It's incredible. Uh, Avocado, chia seeds, nuts, seeds, hemp hearts. There's so many good uh, variations of fats that you can play with in your smoothie that it's hard to ever get bored because there's so much variance to it. So uh, mistake number one that they're just packed with sugar. Mistake number two is that they're missing protein and fat. And mistake number three is they're typically really high in calories for very little nutrition. Uh, Smoothies don't have to pack 700 calories a piece unless you're, of course, trying to add, like, bulk. It's weird saying that episode, weird saying that word on the episode. Um, If you're trying to bulk or to actually put on weight, then yes, you can essentially use it as almost like a mass gainer instead of the protein powder that my brother used to uh, eat when he was, I think, 16 or so. It was quite funny. Um, Actually, if you opened our cupboards back when I was living at home when I was younger, you would always find, uh, first off, like gram supplement workout or gram supplements for uh, working out if you, sorry, if you don't know my brother, his name's Graham, uh, and it would essentially be protein powder. There would also be a mass gainer and the mass gainer, I used to tease him and be like, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat it on you. And he's like, there's 250 calories per scoop. Good luck. And I don't think I touched it. <laughs> uh, mostly because it, there's nothing to it. It was mostly just a mixture to help him put in a little bit of extra calories throughout the day to help him put on a bit of weight. Um, still, which have yet to be directed to his calves, but I will let that slide. So keep calf raising, Graham. <laughs> I hope he just listens to these episodes. Um, but back to the original point is that a lot of them, if you go out and you're finding like a, a chocolate, uh, a chunky monkey smoothie, we'll say, it can pack hundreds and hundreds of calories and you could think of it almost as a snack because it's not really full of the good stuff. There's no protein, there's no fat to help fill you up. So you'll eat, end up eating more throughout the day, which is counterintuitive to what the purpose of having a smoothie is because most people are using it for a meal replacement. So let's dig in to what I love about smoothies and some of my best tips for crafting ones that'll keep you full for hours without eating up all of your macro allowance for the day. So 
First thing I love about smoothies is I actually love making thin smoothies. And what that means is I like adding a lot of water to them. I'm not I'm not trying to water down the calories or anything like that. I'm trying to actually water down the smoothie itself so that I get more water in throughout the course of the day. Uh, I love making a smoothie sitting down and studying and working because I know first off that I don't like drinking plain water. It's very, very rare that you will ever see me drink water by itself without some sort of oil in it, meaning I'm adding lemon or uh grapefruit or even wild orange. I'm kind of on that kick at the moment, but it's very rare that you'll see me ever drinking plain water. So if I can sneak it into a smoothie, that's a tip that I always like to give to my clients, but also take for myself. And then on the other hand, I'll also eat it through water rich fruits and vegetables, um, celery, cucumbers, actually not celery. I'm not willing to pay dollars for a stock of celery. That's just ridiculous. Thank you to the celery juice clone that's going around. That's why you can attribute it to being so freaking expensive. But uh, I like to water down my smoothies and make them nice and thin so that I can drink plenty of water throughout the day. Uh, but I also find that I get fuller from it as well because it's just taking up a larger amount of space in my stomach. So second thing I like about smoothies is you can jam a heck of a lot of nutrition into one small mason jar or a big one if you're me um, of liquid goodness that can provide anywhere between three to six to seven servings of fruits and vegetables for your day. That's insane because if you're someone who might not get as much throughout the day for lunch and dinner, or you might find that you're skipping on breakfast and you're adding a smoothie as a snack throughout the rest of the day, it's a really easy way to sneak them in guilt-free because you know that you're getting them in, in again, the form of a smoothie versus going out for dinner with your friends and being like, well, I guess I can only have the side salad because I didn't get to eat anything else throughout the day, veggie wise. So it gives you a little bit more like reassurance and comfort that you're getting the essential nutrition that you need and that your body needs um, without feeling like you have to shovel in 17 servings of greens powder into one smoothie. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) So First off, I love smoothies because they're water rich. Second off, I love them because you can pack them full of nutrition. And third is because you can sneak a lot of things into it that you wouldn't eat otherwise. And like for me, that's a greens powder. I love adding it to my smoothie, but also things like hemp hearts and chia seeds and maybe some some superfoods that your kids might not be eating enough of, uh, but you can mask them with lots of like berries and greens and things like that. So three things I love about smoothies. Boom, there you go. Uh, let's get into how to actually craft the perfect smoothie. So I mentioned this already. We have macronutrients, we have protein, carbs, and fats. Uh, Protein of which we're obviously going to be obtaining through a protein powder, unless you are someone who's doing more of like an egg white powder, or unless you're adding a heck of a lot of nuts and seeds uh, to your smoothie, but in which case you're likely going to make it a few thousand calories, uh, just because you need a substantial amount of nuts and seeds in order to reap an essentially a a large enough amount of plant-based protein from which you can just obtain through a powder, like a clean protein powder. So let's talk about protein for a second. Protein powder, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a processed food. And it is to a degree, but it's not like a Wendy's burger. Okay, people relax. Everyone always tries to jump down the throats of people who do take protein powder. And usually the ones that are taking it in have different health goals. So some people who are looking to lose weight, great. A protein powder might not be a priority for them, which I ask them to reconsider because protein is typically something that most people aren't cognizant about 
getting enough of. And it's the easiest mistake that we can make in our diet because we can quickly overlook protein and how much we actually need. And we opt for the easy out, which is typically a carb and a fat based meal. So that being said, if you think of the classic pasta, like spaghetti and pasta, spaghetti and pasta. Well, actually that's a good way of describing it. Spaghetti and meatball um, dinner that a lot of Canadians and Americans love. It's typically a a hefty amount of carb-based pasta, whether that be like linguine or whatever other type of pasta shape form that you want to have uh, loaded in a tomato sauce, which is again, another form of carbs. And then we typically add a couple meatballs to it, which are primarily fat based. Um, And they have maybe if you're having like three balls, like 15, 20 grams of protein, it's not really a priority for meatballs and things like that to be an adequate source of protein for us. So why I recommend that people are having protein powder in a smoothie is because it's an easy way that you can sneak in 20 to 25 grams of protein that's going to help balance your blood sugar. You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to worry about adding in cups and cups of nuts and seeds and like pounds of dark leafy greens because you know that you have a complete protein within one powder and you can get so many clean ones out there on the market. Um, I'm a huge fan of Kaizen Naturals. They have a fantastic sprouted quinoa uh, protein powder and I believe there's brown rice in there as well as pea and it's a mixture so it's a complete one. I love vegan protein powders. Um, I also do a little bit of whey and I love their caramel cookie dough. I also love their strawberry and they have a fantastic mint chocolate as well. Um, You can also use those to make protein ice cream too. So it's a win-win people, win-win. Other proteins that I really like, so Genuine Health has a fantastic fermented greens vegans protein plus. It's a mouthful, but it's incredible, uh, super smooth taste, and it's been fermented, which just means that essentially that it's been um, almost pre-digested for you in the sense of it doesn't take a, a massive amount of energy for your body to digest it. Uh, it's also great for your gut, and you can continue to feed your gut with probiotics, but this is an easy way if someone struggles with like bloating or indigestion or really doesn't tolerate most protein powders well uh, to Uh, incorporate into your smoothies or your puddings or your protein ice cream. Uh, Other ones that I really like, uh, we also have Hemp Yeah. They have fantastic ones. And there's also Manitoba Harvest, which is a like a hemp heart company out in Manitoba, but they have a couple of good protein powders. They have a chocolate, a regular, and I believe a vanilla, but things you're looking for in your protein powder, keep it clean, people. No artificial sugars, sweeteners, flavorings, colorings, dyes, no red dye number seven or blue dye number 12. Uh, Keep that guy out because we have no idea what that does for us. There hasn't been enough tests to essentially come to a conclusion of what artificial sweeteners and dyes do and even sugar alcohols, there hasn't been a ton of research done on. So be mindful. I typically will only buy a protein powder that is sweetened with stevia or it's natural or it's plain. Um, But for the most part, you shouldn't have any sugar or very, very few carbs in your protein powder unless you are having a vegan option just because they will typically use some brown rice, some quinoa, some pea, things like that. Okay. So protein, keep it clean, keep it simple. And if you're like, what flavor do I buy when I'm just getting started? I recommend vanilla because it's easy to add cacao powder or cocoa powder to it. Um, It's easy to add strawberries if you want a strawberry smoothie. And vanilla just seems to be the most versatile, especially for any smoothie, whether that be tropical or mint or chocolate or strawberry, um, or you can even do a, a, a classic green. Okay, so keep it simple and keep it clean. 
Um, good fats to look out for though when you are adding things to a smoothie. I love peanut butter and almond butter. Um, I'm also a huge fan of sun butter. If you haven't tried sun butter before, sun butter is a fantastic, it's free of the eight top eight allergens, so typical, typical allergies that you'll encounter or you'll find um, in your friends and your family today are eggs, gluten, dairy, uh, and corn for the most part, peanuts and tree nuts, shellfish, uh, those are huge ones. So it's free of all of those. And if you get the natural one, it's just sunflowers that are made out of it, but it is a delicious, creamy, smooth, and it's kind of sweet, which makes it a fantastic dessert option. If you're looking for something you can just eat off the spoon. Um, and I love making everything from sauces out of it to, uh, making a fruit dip to even just adding some to a smoothie. So it's great, uh, great to add some healthy vitamin E uh, into your smoothie just through some butter or some nuts, uh, nut butters alone. Also, you can do some like tahini smoothies. If you haven't had tahini, it's essentially ground sesame seeds, a great way to add some calcium and some protein to your diet as well without, uh, having to add peanut butter or almond butter if your kids have any sensitivities. So a couple options there. Um, I am a huge fan of avocado because avocado makes it the perfectly creamy consistency, but you can also add frozen cauliflower or frozen zucchini. I have heard that both of those work really well and I am still playing around with a couple recipes uh, for both of those, but you'll see them in my feed, I'm sure. Uh, but great ways to add some thickness to a smoothie is just through those frozen vegetables and frozen avocado or room temperature and just add ice. Okay. Third component of a healthy smoothie is you have some complex carbs. Complex just means that it has fiber and fiber is super important when we think about our gut health, but also like detoxification. One of the ways that we detox, we have three, uh, remember it's sweat, pee, and poop. Uh, as sexy as all of that is, we need to be doing all three. So if you're not sweating, get to it exercise outside or go for a session in the infrared sauna or just work up an extra sweat in the air conditioned gym. Um, and then the other two you should be hopefully doing daily. Uh, but those are two important ways of detoxification. So if you think of fiber, it almost acts as a scrub brush for our colon and really just helps us to bind toxins and, and excrete them. Um, if you're not pooping regularly, it means you're literally full of toxins because our body, that's one of the only ways it has to get rid of them. So if you find that you're having a lot of like breakouts in your skin, um, or again, you could be having like food sensitivities or reactions. It usually a combination of detoxification or processes that need to occur because your body is just withholding them. Uh, other things you might notice is like weight gain, uh, poor energy, um, and mood, like poor mood management. So you might be happy and then you might be sad and you feel like you're just all over the place. And yes, that can definitely be hormones, but that can also be toxins that need to be, um, get like rid of essentially. So complex carbs. I love adding fruits and vegetables to my smoothie. I love adding like kale. Um, I'll add everything from like kale, spinach. Um, I've even done Swiss chard a couple of times and then I'll add some frozen fruit. I love berries of all kinds, banana, uh, a little bit of it. I've even done apple as well. And then in terms of other vegetables that I'll toss in, depending on which smoothie I'm making, uh, cucumber, zucchini, celery. Uh, I already said apple as well, but you can also toss in some orange. So when it comes to making a smoothie, instead of doing the fruit juice, I'm always going to recommend that you're doing the whole fruit. That being said, do you need a ton of it? No, because the protein powder that you're using likely has a bit of stevia and then you'll also get a bit of sweetness from the fruit. So therefore you won't need much to bring it up to like a palatable 
taste test, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. So if I was to craft a perfect smoothie, I would start with my base and my base is usually green. And this is how I layer it in my, uh, in my blender, by the way, because if you don't have a high speed blender, it likely means that you're going to have a tough go at blending this guy until it's green and clean and easy to drink without having chunks of kale that you're going to have to chomp on to break it down. So the way that I like to layer it is I will start with my spinach or my kale and then I'll layer in whatever fruit it is. So for example, my frozen, frozen banana or my frozen strawberries, I'll add in my ice and then I'll go in and I'll top it off with chia seeds, hemp hearts, um, whatever nut butter I have. And then I'll go and I'll add my protein powder and I'll add my liquid. It's the easiest way to kind of layer this guy so that it starts with whatever needs the most processing and that's usually my greens and then it gets into some of the chunkier stuff. Um, if you don't have a high speed blender, maybe blend it twice, but the smaller that the smoothie actually blends it, the easier it's going to be on your stomach because your stomach doesn't have teeth. Your stomach just has acid, so it means that if you're not chewing your food thoroughly enough, it means that you're just making it um, a more, giving your stomach essentially a bigger workload and it doesn't need that. Um, so make sure that you are, if you're drinking a smoothie, swish it around in your mouth a little bit. Make sure that you're getting some digestive enzymes and uh, salivary enzymes into the mix so that it can help you further digest it versus just, you know, slurping it back and then I guess chugging is a good way to say it. Um, and if you are eating, for example, make sure that you can chew it enough until it's liquefied so you can drink it. So good rule of thumb is to chew your liquids and to drink your solids. As strange as that sounds, it'll make sense when you think about it because stomach does not have teeth, people. We are not the garburator or the chomperator, if that's a thing. Um, so make sure that you're doing yourself a solid and chew, chew, chew and swish and drink. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. So smoothies, the art of crafting a perfect smoothie, make sure that you have protein, carbs, and fats, and make sure that you're rotating things. It's easy to get into the same like grind of just having the same thing over and over and over again. And yes, I know you love your green smoothies, but gosh, people, like you gotta mix it up a bit. So what I recommend doing is making some smoothie bags. Uh, smoothie bags are awesome, especially if you're in a pinch and you're like, I don't have time in the morning. Add all of the ingredients that I listed before, except for your nut butter and your liquid to a bag. So add your greens, add your fruit, you know, your protein powder, your ice, seeds, and nuts, and just toss it into a bag, label it with the date, and then you can start to induce a rotation with your smoothie bags. So that all you have to do is dump the bag into a blender, add your liquid, and then you're off to the races in the morning with, again, a fantastic nutrient-dense breakfast that's going to keep you full of both energy and going to keep your stomach full for a couple hours. So I strongly recommend doing that because then if you're, for example, meal prepping on a Sunday, instead of making five smoothie bags, make like six or seven at least. And then you can, if you do that every single week, you'll essentially build up a little bit of a collection and you'll get to the point where you're like, oh, do I want to make a peanut butter and jam? smoothie or do I want to make a cookies and cream smoothie or maybe I'm digging a tropical green smoothie there's so many variations and varieties that you can essentially make that you start to get creative in the kitchen and you start to naturally get out of food ruts which is awesome so 
I hope this helps you in crafting, like the art of crafting a perfect smoothie. Uh, the other thing I mentioned that I do is I love adding greens powder to a smoothie. Um, I'm a huge fan of Genuine Health, like massive fan. They're based out of Toronto. If you haven't tried them before, they essentially have a greens plus that has never changed the formulation since th I think it's been 30 years or so. It's by Sam Gracie. Um, he's a wonderful man. I haven't had the pleasure of listening to him speak in person, but when I do, I am going to be like a kid in a candy store being like, oh my God. So he's incredible, but he's the essentially one of the formulators of the original greens powder. And it's an extra dense source of energy. They have a couple variations of it. So they have uh, one that's like an extra energy with some cappuccino powder. They have another one that's more of an orange ginger. They have a vanilla version, which has a multivitamin in it. And I've been taking that daily. And now that I think about it, uh, because I've been doing so, my nails have never been so strong. Um, I do take doTERRA's Lifelong Vitality, which has their multi and their omega and a, uh, a detox blend or an anti antioxidant blend. So if someone's not taking that, I always get them on the Genuine Health, their, their Greens Plus, uh, just because it has all of the essential nutrients and, again, nutrition and micronutrients that you need. The big thing, though, is it tastes delicious, and if you blend it into a smoothie, you don't even know that you're drinking it. Yes, it does give it a little bit of color, but it tastes so, so good. Um, I've even blended it into protein ice cream, and my friends tried it, and they're like, oh, that's actually not too bad. So it's an easy way that you can make a super healthy dessert without feeling like you're like indulging because you're like, I'm having protein and I'm having greens and I'm having barley and alfalfa and wheatgrass and it tastes delicious. Um, I don't think anyone has ever said that in a sentence before. So I think I should trademark that or, uh, make sure that, that I get quoted for that if someone ever repeats it. But when you get to a point when smoothies become a custom part of your day, you look forward to getting creative with your blender. I have never had so much fun in the kitchen except for uh, when I get to play around with making some protein bites, but smoothies are a go-to for mine because I'm always studying, I'm always on the go, I'm either coming from the gym or going to the gym, and I, it's a really easy way for me to ensure that I'm getting a full meal or I can break it into a, a couple snacks um, and make sure that I'm getting everything that my body needs without feeling like I'm, I'm missing a, like a crucial component, like my protein, carbs, or fats, and ensuring that my body is full for energy for a number of hours. Okay, I hope this helps you in terms of crafting the art of the perfect smoothie. Uh, like I said, thank you so much for your patience with this episode just because I am on the road traveling uh, back to Ottawa. I think we're about an hour out. We're going to head straight to the gym and then we'll go and unpack and get set up for the week. Uh, I'll be recording more episodes for you guys shortly. So like I said, if you have any episode suggestions or recommendations, please feel free to either email me at lindsay at lindsaymustard.com or you can also just message me on Instagram at lindsaymustard, lindsay with an A and mustard like the condiment and I will happily make those episodes for you. Okay, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. I will see you on the flip side and yeah, that's it. Take care.